Hey guys, welcome back to the Quirky Bootless Project with me and Nikhil. Yeah. Where we're going to talk about the FIFA World Cup. Okay, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Not as... Okay, so well, basically, a bit of context. Uh, before we started the podcast, we talked about giving it an intro. Like the one I gave for wrestling last week, which was... This is big, immature. Which dude, was, dude, come on. Okay, which no, was no, no. big, meaty It, it wasn't good. It, it was weird. It was weird. Okay. And I don't care. Weird. Here's how you do Nikhil, it. That, that was your Here's episode. You this is this is a shared episode. That was Adi. your episode. Adi. Yeah. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, which is weird, it, it is really, really weird if you don't know what the FIFA World Cup is. It's an yeah. it's a international <laughs> competition uh, conducted by FIFA, yeah. Um, yeah. the Federation yeah. of International... Uh, the Federation... I, I don't know. Okay. You got this. You got this. The you Federation this. International... Okay, no, no. The football if I had to give you, if I had to give you, uh, the if I just What's gave you FIFA. FIFA. Wait, why don't I'm, we know I this? I tell you, it's the I know it, man. I I'm, just, I'm now I'm just gonna quiz you. You can't Google it. That's cheating. I am not. You Googling. can't Google it. I am not. Don't Googling. you? You you're very clearly Google. I am, dude. I'm going to win. Okay, go on. Okay, FIFA. Hmm. It is the Federation of Association Football. That is not right. I'm. Almost sure. You can Google it. Now. Okay, okay, let's Google it. I think it's like the International Federation This is embarrassing. Football. I know it, man. No, 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 the frick you don't, man. Google it. No, you don't. What does FIFA stand it's for? The, International it's, it's Federation the International of Association. of Association. Suck it. That's you. not FIFA. That's just IFAF. I don't, yo, I don't give a shit if it doesn't make sense. It's correct. Is this French? Yes, it's probably, yes, it's FIFA is a French body. Right, right, right. Basically, it's a sport. It's like an international sports. Oh my god, body. the World Cup, Adi. You don't need to explain the World Cup. Oh, oh no. There's probably some person. I'm talking about FIFA, by the way. The FIFA. Well, FIFA is a All sports. Right. Basically, it is the biggest uh, competition, of sports competition in the world. No, that's the FIFA World Cup. I'm talking about FIFA. FIFA is a organization itself. It's like a governing body. It is a governing body. This is already a goddamn train wreck. Uh, this is... Yes, no, the so, FIFA is so political. It's so weird. Yes, it is political. The FIFA World Cup is just a lot of fun. No, the FIFA World Cup the is FIFA a Yes, it is. The, I'm in desperate need of a World Cup right now. This I'm is a common shared interest, by the way. This is a shared interest between me and Nikhil. Football is, yes. is something that we are both passionate in. On exact exactly. oppo- opposing Absolutely. clubs. And opposing opinions. Usually because on I'm every a United bit. fan. Yeah, he's a United I'm a fan. I, I'm United a City fan. fan. I'm a, he's a City fan. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, it hurts to be a United fan right about now. Yeah. If we get better, we'll make a podcast looking back on the really shit days. But that's going to On the really time. shit days, I'm pretty sure Man United existed in the past. I know you think that was a sick burn, but honestly, I just really can't feel pain anymore. <laughs> I, I'm numb, numb to myself it, yeah. in the pain. I'm I'm numb to the man okay, okay. pain. Yeah, so back to the FIFA World basically, Cup. Basically, yeah. FIFA World Cup. <laughs> FIFA World Cup is I'm I'm pretty sure the biggest international competition in the world because like two around two hundred football Olympics. teams participate. Football, yeah. football. Yeah, because two hundred countries participate, right? Yeah, but I'm pretty like, sure the Olympics it, is bigger. Like it's usually, of course. I don't think so. The Olympics doesn't have that many as many like 
Maybe they do. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Sure. Well, it's it's big. It's big. Yeah. Basically, is what I'm saying. Especially because India and doesn't play in it, so I mean that's a huge population right there. Oh uh, yeah. Uh yeah. If you, I'm gonna do a bit of self promotion here. So no, I'll you're be, not. I have a football. Yes, I am. No, no, you're not. Get I will sue talk. you if you edit this out. It is. I will enough. edit we, this out. We don't have a contract for this because this is the most unprofessional shit we can do. But but. How dare you? Let me do some self promotion. I'm on your channel. What are you talking about? Okay, go on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so let me do some self-promotion, man. Damn. So I have a football channel called the Amateurs Analysis. If you Google, if you check it out on YouTube, you, you probably can won't find, find it. it. I made a, I made a video about how FIFA. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> man. Damn. I made a video about how uh, FIFA just banned the All India Football Federation. I made a video with Adi, kind of like a mock interview type thing about him being a City fan. Though I do hold a lot of the thoughts. Uh, as I did in the interview, which is City is a fake club with fake fans. He's and just salty. A he's, he's of course, I'm goddamn anyway, salty. Yeah, I'm yeah, the shittiest yeah, team he, in the world. He said it. We lost four 0 to Brentford. Anyways, um, back back yeah. to the FIFA World FIFA World Cup. Right. So uh, basically, I really, really need a World Cup right about now. It's who it's, doesn't it's, though. Yeah, it no, it's it's more than just a tournament. I would say the World Cup is something that just it unites the football world in just happiness. Okay, right, so yeah. I'm going to assume that India is a huge watcher of our podcast, like like Indian demographic, right? And probably by huge, you mean probably like fifty? Yeah, fifty percent. It's the same amount for us as it is for like the ODI World Cup in cricket, right? Yeah, it has the same amount I mean, of hype. Maybe in India, I think the Cricket World Cup probably has yeah, way more Yeah, in, in India, it's more. But for us, like at least for me, I, I find it the same. Like No, I, I, I freaking love... Like, the World Cup... Actually, fun fact, I was kind of a very... Uh, not a very unserious football fan before 2018. The 21, 2018 World Cup is what really solid, solidified me as a football fan. In my opinion, one of the greatest World Cups of all time. Sure, because good. Yeah, because yeah. some of the matches in the round of 16 in Belgium, Japan... The final... Uh, Not nice. I'm pretty disappointed though. Spain did really bad. Spain like, did do really bad. Yeah, and I, I was really hoping on Spain, like, actually making, you know, serious content, like, on, like, the FIFA World Cup. It would be pretty fun if they actually made it till the qualifying. I mean, to league. be fair, Spain did win a very... They won, like, three World Cups ago. Alright, so, yeah, basically, but... uh, last, last episode, I did give a kind of a dummies cheat sheet to... Enjoying wrestling, so why don't you give people who maybe don't have an idea at all of what the FIFA World Cup is a bit of an idea? The FIFA World Cup, I mean, uh, it's it's of course we've said it, it's huge. Um, how many countries have have hosted the FIFA World Cup? There's around I'm pretty sure seventeen or eighteen. Uh, the last one was Russia in 2018. And now they, where, they're banned. Um, France won the FIFA and World now, Cup. What? Yeah, now they're banned. Things. Of course, they're banned. Political reasons, for yeah. sure. Okay. That. Um, yeah, and so Brazil has won the most times. Yeah. Five. Yeah, and... Um, okay, five again, I, I'm going to be a good friend here and, Thanks, again, man. give, like, a promotional thing for your channel. So, Nikhil's done, like, a sort of, of his opinion. Of course, it's wrong, but, like, he's done, like, his predictions. <laughs> Hell of promotion. His predictions on the FIFA World Cup. He explained it more in more detail about like why he's chosen those countries. I have a different opinion. If we have time, probably we might we might do one of those just for this cha- just for this podcast or maybe on his channel. 
Um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, that would be cool. It happens every four years. The current champion is France, and it's gonna happen this year, right? Yeah, in November. 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 Yeah. Wait, do we know? Cool, cool. Yeah, and um, who do you think is gonna win? We'll get into predictions pretty soon. So yeah, a dummies. I I would say a dummies guide to the World Cup is it's pretty self-explanatory. I would say it's uh obviously there's a lot of qualifiers that happen. Two teams are automatically given qualification into the World Cup. That is the winners of the last World Cup and, and the host and the side. Host, so yeah, yeah, this time uh, the World Cup is being held in Qatar in 2022 in November, which uh, is kind of a point of controversy that we'll get into. But uh, World Cup, it started in 1930 with the first winners being Uruguay. They won again in 1934. And since then, there's been a, a, quite a few winners. Brazil have won five times, Germ- Germany have won four, France have won two. Italy, Italy have won, yeah. So, uh, it's... For people who don't really get... Maybe don't follow any sport at all, there are some sporting events and tournaments that just bring... They they bring everyone together. Like, the Premier League certainly divi- divides opinion. Together, man. I would say a lot of tournaments yeah. kind of divide people amongst their loyalties. Right. But... I think the World Cup and just like the Olympics is more of a spectacle than anything. Obviously, it's a huge honor, but just in that World Cup season, that it's probably going to, like the fervor and the hype is already is going to start in October only, and from there it's just going to keep yeah. building and building until the crescendo of the first kickoff because it it allows you to forget basically uh, when you're watching World Cup match like. I think the match that really solidified me as a football fan myself was France versus Argentina, that insane 4-3 uh, in the round of 16. In... Bro, what about Portugal-Spain? That was that great, was but the match that, that really made me a football fan was Argentina right. versus France because right. a few of my... like if We had a few guests over and we turned the TV on. I wasn't the biggest football fan before that. I, I kind of dabbled. But once I watched that, I understood that it was more of a spectacle than anything. It was, I mean, it was just ridiculous because Russian in a, I mean, Russian is not really a friendly, or it's not really an easy trip to make for people from Argentina, for people from that are really far from Russia. But everyone makes it. They pack stadiums, and with insane lines, insane watch-alongs. Just because the World Cup is just that, it's it's more than a tournament, I would say. Yeah. Right. So, a yeah, bit of context bit of about the 2022 World Cup, obviously taking place in Qatar, as previously mentioned. A bit of controversy around that because the uh, quality of stadiums required to host a World Cup is obviously a lot. And uh, in the summer, Qatar gets insanely hot, hot which is why... Uh, the World Cup's being held in in uh, the winter this year, which, first of all, is a point of controversy because people like their World Cup around summertime. But that's not really the biggest one. It's the wor- right. it's the workers having to work in the sun and and build fantastic stadiums just for the World Cup, which is probably never going to be hosted by Qatar for a very long time after that. Uh, yeah, so th- right. there's a bit of controversy about that. There had been a bit of... I mean, now obviously it's kind of died down since... It's been firmly finalized that Qatar would be hosting. But there had been a little bit of a, a backlash against having Qatar as the host nation. Uh, obviously, a fantastic chance for f- uh, Qatarian football. 
the Qatarian is not the word. Fuck it. Uh, Qatarian football to uh, <laughs> progress a little bit because every time a team hosts the World Cup, first of all, they're given automatic qualification into the World Cup, which is a chance mm-hmm. I don't think Qatar ever would have gotten if not for that. Right, but um, one thing um, about that is that, okay, let's be honest, Ian, like, Russia did, uh, like, because they hosted the FIFA World Cup, they were in the competition, and they did really well. They did. Like, Russia yeah. did really good. Yeah, they're, like, notable players that I would still Dash probably Russia follow. Would be one of if, them for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, if they, like, came to more famous leagues. And, um, right, it um, it is way less polarized, like, like, like you said. It is less polarized, like, in terms of the fans, like, about clubs and their yeah. loyalty to the clubs. Um, because the FIFA there's Cup, no real controversy like, as to where your loyalties lie. Wherever you're from, your loyalties lie there. And if you are a fan right. of, like, an outside nation, like, uh, we're both from India, me and Adi, and India, the only way they would ever qualify for a World Cup is if they hosted it. And let's be honest, that's never going to happen. Sadly yeah, no, we're, true. We're absolutely shit. But that's okay. Uh, basically, the point I'm trying to make is, for us, for uh, this exposure that we have to the most famous players... In the world, are from the Premier League, which we follow, obviously, from players from the Bundesliga, La Liga, that we've obviously heard of. And uh, to see them on an international stage, to see uh, players like Lionel Messi face adversity because they don't have a incredible team around them. So, do you remember that fantastic match where Argentina I mean, was struggling in the group stage in 2018 and uh, Messi rescued them by beating Argent- beating Nigeria? Nigeria, oh, that great goal, goal. Really and goal. it was it, it was more what it symbolized, right? It was both Messi and Ronaldo uh, showing that the old dogs still had a few tricks, right? Yeah, bringing right. Portugal and Argentina not yeah. very far in the tournament, obviously, but it was still extremely special to see uh, players outside of their element, to see players like play with mm. partners who you probably would never be able to see in club football, right? Because of course this is this is like not um, like. This is like a once in four years thing, or like even though there might be like smaller tournaments Absolutely. that they play, uh, uh, they they don't like these players don't play together as much right. as you would think. And it gives and a so, chance, yeah, uh, and it, it gives it a chance is, in the later stages to see fantastic players play against each other outside of their element. And to to bring your point right. earlier, uh, I would say that yes, Russia. It was fantastic that they managed to knock out Spain, almost made it to the semifinals, but lost on penalties. That was fantastic, and uh, but to your point, Russia is was even before the 2018 World Cup a decently sized team, but people like Denis Cheryshev, who broke out in that tournament, I right, yeah. I don't know what he's doing right now. But I'm not really, I don't really follow. I'm pretty sure he's playing in the Russian league. I don't really follow that, but but yeah, now I know him, and now I'm obviously Russia won't be able to play this one. Yeah. Looking yeah, forward. Obviously, yeah. we won't be able to see him. But you get my point. Yeah, With man. breakout stars like that, like breakout stars like uh, God Ahmed Musa for Nigeria, the guy who tore the house down in the twenty in twenty eighteen World Cup. I can now look out for him, and just yeah, check out what he's doing. And it's a first player I never would even heard right. of before this. I right. always have a bit of a soft spot for the underdog team. So obviously, I. I'm going to ask you this first. Which team are you... Which, As a yeah, fan. United shouldn't be the underdogs, though, should they? Uh, which team <laughs> are you backing to win this year? Oh, first of all, which team are you supporting? Okay. I I also have, like, a really mixed opinion. I, I would like to support Belgium, of yeah. course. 
De Bruyne is over there and we stay loyal. But but still, um, if not Belgium, Brazil is also one team that I will be following and trying okay. to support. Or, or even France, even though people say that curse or whatever, that's cool and all, but I think France can make it and might probably right. win So again. for people who don't really know what, what Adi means by the curse, uh, the champion's curse is basically something that's, it, it's kind of like a, f- I, I, it, it's too coincidental not to be real <laughs> at this point. It's basically a thing where the yeah. winning team in the in one World Cup gets knocked out in the group stage of the next World Cup. Which is, it's so weird, right? Because you wouldn't expect that to be a thing. But for, I think, the last four or five World Cups, that's what happened. Because it happened with Germany in 2018, after they won the 2014 World Cup. It Mm. happened with Spain, when they won in 2010. It happened with Italy, when they won in 2006. Mm. And it's a weird cycle, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so... But I think France might be one. Yeah, to but break that's what that we said curse. about Germany in twenty eighteen, didn't team? we? Right, but right, but France's team. Okay, let's be honest. France's team is one of a kind. It is not anymore. Solid, that's what I'm saying. See, Ali, team. France in twenty eighteen was absolutely unstoppable. Right. right, right, again. So for okay, um, if we compare, okay, this is technical, of course, but like the chemistry they had in France was not the same in Germany. It's like. If you remember the finals um, of the 2014 World Cup, yeah, so it ended with uh, Goethe scoring the final goal. But that was like a 1-0 victory after all, and it was just him who scored. I mean, like, at least that's what I saw. It wasn't as, as like, a group effort like it was for France. That is what I saw. Yeah, no, but that you can't really, you can't really take, like, I mean, okay, if you're using that argument, I can say that Germany had six different goal scorers when they beat Brazil 7-1 in the semi-final. You can't really use the fact that they won 1-0 as an uh, argument for how they they don't really have a team chemistry. I think Germany had a fantastic team chemistry in 2014. But the quality of their players went down. I think a lot of their players got older. Uh, Müller, Goethe, the same Royce. Probably for um, France as well, honestly, at this point. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's out of the realms of imagination to say that France, obviously, I do think that France are going to break the Champions curse this time because they just have too easy of a group, and we'll get into the groups uh, yep. soon, but they have too easy of a group to not screw up, but again, this is what we said about Germany. Hmm. Uh, basically, what I think about France is that, honestly, honestly, with the ego problems with Mbappe that we already know about, that we're dealing, that France are going to be dealing with, we know about Paul Pogba, who's nowhere... Ne- Basically, if you look at the star players from France in 2018, it was Pogba, it was Griezmann, it was Mbappe, it was Varane, right. and it was Loris, right? Of those players, Loris, I haven't even... No one really talks about him anymore, but he's not really doing great at Spurs. He's, he's okay. But that's, right? what, but that's what you would say before the 2018 World Cup. No, I think Loris was a fantastic goalkeeper in 2018. Other, like... Okay, fine. Other players. Varane? Yeah. Then Varane is doing nothing on the bench of United right now. Pogba is, nowhere, Pogba is kind of reevaluating his career at Juventus. And I wish the absolute worst to Paul Pogba. Because fun fact, Paul Pogba is one of the reasons I became a United fan. And now I've been living with that for the last four years. So screw Pogba. Griezmann is nowhere near where he was in 2018 with Atleti. He's in Atleti now, but he's nowhere near where he used to be. 
And Mbappe is still a fantastic player, but I don't think the I think the ego problems have to sort themselves out before he, he makes France into a lethal unit. The only thing I can argue for France is, is the fact that Benzema will be playing for them this season, right, 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 and right, he Benzema. is in the form he is in the form of his life right now, at thirty two if I'm not wrong. Yeah. So that's great, but I think France. They're definitely not the team they were in 2018. In 2018, I think the only team that genuinely could have stopped France is Belgium, which brings me to my next point. I was a huge Belgium fan in 2018. I was rooting for them to go all the way. They didn't, unfortunately. They lost 1-0 in the semis to uh, Samuel Umtiti. Yeah, the the ultimate meme player. And uh, un- until the, uh, since then... Aiden Hazard's completely fallen off. Lukaku's completely fallen right, off. Yeah. De Bruyne is still great. But other than that, I don't really think Belgium has a team to follow. Which is why, as a United fan, I kind of, I'm kind of obliged to follow Portugal. It's probably Ronaldo's last World Cup. But uh, is, yeah. so that would be fantastic. And Portugal did somehow manage to make it out of World Cup qualifications. They finished second in the qualification group. But they do and, have a hard group in the World Cup itself, right? Like. Do they? I don't think Portugal has an insanely difficult group. Portugal's, you know, no, I, I, uh, if I'm not wrong, po- he, Portugal's group was Uruguay and South Korea, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no we, we have Uruguay, Korea, and Ghana. Yeah, it's not, it's not very easy, but even Uruguay, Uruguay, what they they boasted in 2018 but that's, was no, no, that's the thing. See, I think that players play differently. Like, like in club, they have a different form to what they have in their. Uh, in their country's team or like in the FIFA World Cup, they play differently for sure. That's what I see. Like for example, Dahaya in 2018. Dahaya, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I, I get yes. what you're saying. He kind of no, but that's because Ronaldo kind of shattered his form. That yeah. I think teams are kind of just adapt to the the their country's style of play over right. their clubs, which is what makes them different. I get that. But if you look at 2018 and uh, Luis Suarez and Edinson Cavani. Which was basically what Uruguay was boasting was an extremely good attacking force. Suarez is in is in Uruguay again, and Cavani is a free agent. So, when you look back at twenty eighteen Cavani and twenty eighteen Suarez, right. I don't think there's I don't think there's any comparison between them then and now. So Uruguay aren't the most difficult team. Korea are always an underdog team. I think with Son and the players that they do have, they're always an underdog. They did knock Germany out last yeah. time. And Ghana, oh, I always do for the course. African nations. That's why my, my dark horse for this time is Senegal. They have a pretty easy group. Apart from Netherlands, they have a pretty easy group. So I think they're going to finish first in that group, if I'm not wrong. That's what I predicted. And so I'm, I'm back in Senegal, baby. But they, I, I always back an African team. Didn't Netherlands uh, do like really well? In... Yeah, no. Netherlands are... I mean, they're, they're fine. I guess. They'll be good, but they won't be... They're not like as elite as they used to be in 2010. When they had Van Persie, sorry, 2014. When they had Van Persie, Robin, right. and yeah. So when they had those players, they're not there anymore. But that brings me to my next point, right? The South American uh, <coughs> uh, dominance that I think is going to be seen now is very different to what we saw four years ago. What do you mean? Because I think I think Brazil are the and Argentina are the top two favorites to win the World Cup this year, honestly. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure like Uruguay won't do as well as you as you said. But I don't think Uruguay are even going to come close. I, I actually in my predictions on my uh, YouTube channel, which 
I, for some reason, I, we cannot stop plugging. He, he, for some reason, no. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's about football. Like, there's... Your opinions, like, to the fact you, you just go and you're just like, ah, no, I'm just going to go tangent to this and say everything else. And just make up my opinions based exactly opposite of what's probably a data-driven good decision to make. Yeah, but w- with football, it's not exact. Nothing is data-driven, really. Football is way more about who's better right. on the day. And Uruguay, I think, just with the team they have, I just don't think they have enough to make it out. Uh, I think I predicted Portugal Qatar? and Korea to make it out of that group. What about Qatar? What do you think? Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. Qatar are basically... Remember how North Macedonia were really, really bad in the Euros and everyone expected hey. them to be bad and they were bad? That's Qatar this year. No one is expecting Qatar to do well this year. Okay. Like, and they're in a group with Netherlands and they're in a group with Senegal and even Ecuador isn't terrible. So no, Qatar are going to finish dead last with possibly one point, but I don't see them doing any better than that. Uh, what, what, so, what about so US? US are an exciting prospect. Let's get to all of that. But first I wanted to ask you about Brazil, hmm. right? Because with the insane squad depth that they had and some of the very on-form players that they have right now, I think Brazil are the legitimate contenders to become six-time champs. But that's what we think about lots of teams. Like, you would say the same about Spain last year. They had a great team. But it's not like they did well. Last year, I, I wouldn't say I, I would not, have not predicted. Last, year, sorry, like, last time. 2018. 2018? Right, yeah. Oh, uh, 20, 2018, I would have predicted Spain to reach about the quarterfinals. Exactly. Or the, but, no, at, but like, at most the semifinals. Would, yeah. Right? I don't... I think France was pretty much a shoe in for everybody to win last time. France was Croatia by was far. Ball. What about Croatia? Croatia, yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying. Croatia basically was a prime example of the absolute magic of the World Cup right. because Croatia they beat uh, England in the semi-finals to yeah. yeah. one on, on, in extra time. And they put up a quite a decent fight in that match. They managed to come out victors. They won uh, the penalty shootout against Russia in the quarters. So, yeah, I think Croatia were the dark horses, which is why I can never rule out a team based, unless I'm absolutely 100. Like, Croatia were kind of a team that I was like, okay, they're okay. I, they, I can see them making the quarterfinals. I would, in nowhere in my wildest dreams would I predict Not even quarterfinals, dude. I mean, like, maybe. It was like, just... No, if they got like a, if, it, if they got like a cushy draw, I might have predicted them to reach the quarter. Right, 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 yeah. But, yeah, but I don't think Croatia, anyone is expecting Croatia to do very well. They reached the final, which can really show, which really shows you how unpredictable the World Cup can be. Right. Which is why I can never really rule out a team like, a, let's say, a Netherlands or, I don't know, Poland. Even though Poland, I don't think. Even Canada, first somehow Canada did really well too. Exactly, yeah. or a Canada, or a Morocco, or a Senegal. All these teams, I I can say okay, I think they'll reach the quarterfinals. But then, some, what if some team just absolutely shocks you, or the team they're playing against plays really bad and they reach the semis or they reach the final? That's what happened in the Champions League with Ajax, isn't it? Right. They were very good, but they knocked out Juventus and Real Madrid to reach the semifinals, and they. They were one kick away from uh, winning the, uh, winning the semifinals and reaching the final, which is why football is insanely unpredictable, and yes. it's why on your best day, you can beat literally any other team. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm never going to rule out any team, 
but I'm just saying I feel like with Croatia or with a team like uh let's say a Senegal you can Senegal. always Senegal I think are my are shoes for my dark at least my dark horses here I can always see them getting until the semifinals but then there's always those teams <laughs> before the World Cup where you're like okay these guys are insanely good, which is yeah. why Argentina haven't lost a match in 31 international games. Okay. Brazil are also in incredible form right now. I think with the depth that Brazil has, I, I we could very well be seeing uh, Brazil versus Argentina in the final. But what I really want to see, and I'm going to let you take the floor here for a second because I know you like talking about this, Messi versus Ronaldo. Because we could see Argentina versus Portugal in possibly both Messi and Ronaldo's last World Cup. So, obviously, if you aren't really a football fan, first of all, congratulations for making it up to this point. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> that, that's and insane. second of all, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't really make this for dummies. I kind of talked... To, for, yeah, kind we, of made we kind of went really technical on this, but, um, okay, I'll take the reins from you. Yeah, Me- go ahead. Messi, Ronaldo, it's like a huge thing. It's it, it's like, yeah, it's like the two well-considered best players currently. No, I would say that Everyone, it, they are the two best players. Yeah, right well, if we... um, So, it's like, it's always a dream to see them play against each other in a World Cup because they, are, of course, they have different teams. And um, now they're not in the same league anymore either. So, we don't see that a lot. Um, otherwise, Real Madrid, Barcelona was a huge thing. Those were uh, Messi and Ronaldo's former teams. Uh, in the La Liga, they used to play... Um, so, basically, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. It was called... What was it called? I, oh, God, this is a long time ago. Uh, we used to call it something. Uh, Madrid versus Barcelona. We used to call it something. El Clasico. Yes, the El Clasico. It, it, it's a huge possibility. I mean, it might happen in the World Cup. Fun like, fact, Messi and Ronaldo have never played against each other in the World oh, Cup. Oh, right. They haven't. Otherwise, it would be a huge thing already. Okay. So, it, it is a possibility. I'm not exactly sure that it will, like, Yeah, no, sure there needs to though, be some like, insane circumstance um, for it to happen. Yeah. But if it does, I feel like... Just like in the Champions League final, in in the Champions League last year, yeah. if I'm not wrong, Barcelona played Juventus. They Ju- Juventus and ba- sorry, that's last last year then. Uh, Juventus and Barcelona played against each other in uh, the gr- in a group stage match. So and we kind of knew that both Juventus and Barcelona were going to make it out of that group. But mm-hmm. the astonishment of seeing Messi and Ronaldo play against each other because we don't. Oh, in the World Cup, it would be insane. But even even still, like when you see, even when it's the stakes aren't really high, it's it's just a lot of fun to see Messi and Ronaldo. And obviously, it becomes less fun when you go on Twitter and see just Messi and Ronaldo fanboys just attacking each other with with really sad insults. That that makes it. Yeah. So the the era of Messi and Ronaldo playing against each other in La Liga is over. When they were playing as Real Madrid versus Barcelona, so now when we get you know, uh, Ronaldo versus Messi, we have to cherish it. Obviously, we can't even see that in the Euros or the Copa America since Messi is South American and Ronaldo is European, so we don't even see that in their continental uh, tournaments. So that would be incredible, especially since this is probably the swan song for both Messi and Ronaldo being their final World Cups. Neither have won one yet. So, I don't know if it's possible with the draw, but I would sell my left kidney and my body to see, to like, a, a local man who wants to do some very weird shit with it. 
if if we get if we got to see Argentina versus Portugal in the final with a fit Messi versus Ronaldo, I would I would prostitute myself happily. Bro, what? Okay. Maybe at the it's twelve o'clock. It, it, it's it late, Ali. I I I am saying yeah, some stuff now. Are. So uh no. So basically, the point I was trying to make is uh Brazil. Brazil could be that wet blanket on those hopes at least. But I feel like genuinely they are they are the favorites to win that. Probably me and me and Adi might as well just do a World Cup prediction right now. Uh, the groups for no sorry not right now in a future, in a future podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry and uh yeah. So the World Cup groups, which I said I would mention, uh, are Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands, Qatar. England, Iran, U.S. and Wales, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, who always. Do this weird thing where they uh, reach the round of sixteen and get knocked out in every <laughs> single tournament they play in. They reach the round of sixteen and then they get knocked out. The World Cup format for people who aren't aware is basically a group stage where every team, the with four teams, every team plays each other plays each other mm-hmm. once, and then it's a knockout round, round of sixteen, quarterfinal, semifinal, final, with thirty two teams playing the overall mm-hmm. tournament. Uh, the remaining groups are France, who are the defending champions, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia, Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia, which is a fantastic group, by the way, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon, and Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea Republic. You all always, always see something really fun in uh, the World Cup. Always there's some kind of shock that you can base yourself off of. It's starting on November 20th or November 21st, if I'm not yep. wrong, the season. Uh, I think there's a bit of a appeal going on from Qatar to start it on November 20th instead of November 21st so that Qatar can play the first right, game, right, right. which is a money, yeah. obviously. Uh, so, basically, the World Cup is it's more of a spectacle than anything else. Uh, I think this year it's... This might be an underwhelming... A lot of people are saying this might be an underwhelming World Cup because of all the circumstances involving it being in the winter, being in Qatar, being the fact that uh, a few very big teams like Italy aren't play, Italy and Norway aren't playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think my closing thoughts about this would be it's it's just going to be fun, isn't it? It's something that it? everyone I'm, I'm like, going really, like, everyone should follow. Yeah. Like even if you aren't yeah. a football fan, even if you aren't even going to want going to come close, this is watch it more for the spectacle. Yeah. Watch it more. Oh yeah, sorry. This is one last thing I want to mention before we uh finish off the podcast. I think World Cup songs, because there is a rumor about BTS doing the official World Cup song this year. And if that happens, I'm sorry. I'm going to shoot something. I know a lot of people are BTS Same. fans and they like them, but BTS is just not it because I yeah the wife the World I have Cup seen is, World Cup songs. It's it, it really is so yeah. Good it's just just yeah. not that. I I have seen uh, World Cup songs like Waka Waka, Waving Flag, Colors. Colors was a really good one. Colors was a fantastic. It's a fantastic. I mean, it's a very it just yeah, it gives the World the vibe, Cup yeah. vibe. Such in the mood. Yeah. So this all oh, there's a very specific World Cup vibe. And I will yeah, shoot if something BTS. if BTS does it. If they do it well, that's fine, but I doubt it. 
basically. Yeah, that's it. It's just a spectacle for anyone want to get into it. I'm. I promise you, pick a good match between two big teams. Yeah, and, and it's have fun watching. And it. it's something Ali, that uh, it'll probably get you into football because it's 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 what got me into football yeah. for sure. It's what got you into football. Yeah, and it's yeah. really really cool. And like, just choose a team. Uh, yeah. Even if you don't have any real football knowledge, yeah. if you know Ronaldo, that's cool. If you like Ronaldo, if you find him hot, because everyone finds him hot, follow yeah. Portugal. If you like Messi, because you're into short kings, if so, yes. And second of all, follow Argentina. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, they're good teams. Yeah, basically you just and, choose a team. And, and to follow it, you will probably like football after it as well, and you'll probably follow the clubs and all of that, which is yeah, yeah, something always appreciated. It really and, does bring communities together. And even if you're not, that's completely cool. Even as a one-off thing, the World Cup is just absolutely it fantastic is. to watch, just because it, it, it's it's an experience yeah. basically. And even if it's just a one-time thing for you, I recommend you yeah. try it out. So I think those are my closing thoughts at least yeah. unless you want to say I mean, anything yeah, else that's about it um if, if we do like a yeah. um prediction video we might do that on your channel or someone sometime later on this podcast yeah we might yeah. even do it on the podcast i'm yeah. down okay yeah. that's about it absolutely yeah so i think basically please follow it guys just, just watch, watch the it. world cup it, it's a yeah. lot of fun i know this just sounds like a psa to follow the world cup at this point and it's not like it needs any more marketing from two random Indian dudes. <laughs> but, but we're really not but kidding. But we're going is, to follow some other team. really a phenomenon. It, it's, it's amazing. Oh, I forgot to ask you this. Which team are you supporting this year? I I haven't decided. I, I, I do want to follow Belgium, but I really just want to see France break the curse. It's it's that sort of thing, yeah. All right. I, I'm, I'm going back in Portugal all the way, baby. Come on, Ronaldo. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching the Quirky Bullis Project. Uh, we'll be back next week with something. We'll, we'll find something. Uh, yeah, we, we're pretty uncoordinated yeah, with the schedule we, 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 because it's, I... It's, it's 12.30 a.m. right now. We're, we're just... It is 12.30 a.m. Yeah, yeah, we started recording at 12 because we're just that cool. And, and we started this call at yeah, 10.30. procrastinated. Decided to do some yeah, time pass saying, for an hour. There was a Man City match today. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it was Newcastle. Fun. It was really fun. And, oh god, and United versus Liverpool. Is yes, United versus oh, Liverpool is tomorrow night. Son of a, son of a bitch. Okay, that was the Quirky Bullis Project. Thanks for oh. watching. I'm going to go cry now. Peace. That was good.